This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, and I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. In the studio with me today is Pastor Charles Mungi. Pastor Charles, welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Hansen. I want you to tell us where you pastor. Yes, I wish to first say lots of thanks because of having me here today, and I appreciate your invitation. I pastor in Federal Way, okay. uh, that is in Seattle, Washington, a ministry called Beyond Barriers Ministries International. Okay, yeah. repeat it. Beyond Barriers Ministries International. Build Barriers Ministry International. Yeah, Beyond Barriers. All right. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. A good sounding church. Yeah, it is because it is not just a name. There is a grace to go beyond every barrier, everybody in life. And so we don't have a choice because that is a church that Jesus spoke about. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to discuss today the importance of the church. Now, the purpose of God through his church is to reveal his glory over all the earth. That's Psalm 72, 19. Genesis 1, 26 and 28. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Luke 19, 13 and Matthew 5, 13. God tells Christians to take dominion, subdue, be salt, occupy, and make disciples of the inhabitants of the earth. Revelation 12 explains that Lucifer rebelled against God with a third of the angels and they were expelled out of heaven to earth where according to 2 Corinthians 4.4 and Luke 4.5-8 and John 12.31, Satan rules today. Adam failed to subdue and cast Satan out of the garden and Eve was deceived. Mm. In other words, Pastor Charles, we are in spiritual war. Yes, we are. And the church needs to understand the battle we're in. Mm -hmm. Now, you and I talked about the seriousness of the hour. We talked about we need another great awakening. Yes, we do. So what's your opinion on that? It's very true because right now the time is not on our side. Yes. We must, as a church, arise and be on mission. Because the time that we are in, we are in our close, the end times and the church cannot just lay and say things are right. Yes. Things are not right. So there is great need and urgency for the church to arise. And this is what Jesus was speaking about when he said that I will build my church and the gates of hell 
shall not prevail against it. The church can never be lukewarm. The church can never be so comfortable. The church must arise. Time is not on our side. We are on a warfare. We are in a battle line and we must guard ourselves. We must arm ourselves and be on mission. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, the situation in America today, I mean, you can see prophetically it coming to pass each and every day. Mm-hmm. We are coming under tyranny. Yeah. They're trying to topple the republic. That means take God out of the equation. Mm. Move us into a new world order where Christians are persecuted. Yeah. So this is serious, Pastor Charles. Very serious. You know, we talked about, you and I, the need for a great awakening. Yes. John Wesley, Charles G. Finney, mm-hmm. Dwight L. Moody, Maria Woodworth, Edder, Carrie Judd Montgomery, mm. Smith Wigglesworth, John G. Lake, Evan Roberts, Amy Simple McPherson, Catherine Coleman, Heidi Baker, and, and we could go on. Yes. But according to 2 Peter 1.4, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, mm. that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature. Mm. Partakers of the divine nature. Yes. These people, I quoted, understood the reality that they could participate mm-hmm. in the nature of God. They could move with the power of God. Yes. Pastor Charles? Mm-hmm. We have to join the league of these great men and women of God. Because in our days, we must also arise to make sure that there is another wave of revival. The church walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We cannot just sit back because unless the church walks in power. And you know one thing, Dr. Hansen? We cannot assume that we just have the power. We either have it or we don't have it. There you go. That is a reality. And the devil also knows when we don't have it. So the church must wake up. We must join this league of the revivalists. It's our time. You know, God must do the way he did in the days of old, in our days and in our times. And I believe truly that in our times, we shall become witnesses of the next wave of the move of God. The revival, the miracles must be restored. We must see the great happenings back again in the church of Jesus Christ. We must not sit pretty because if we do so, the church will be in great danger. Danger. We cannot just keep quiet. We must arise. We must stop the movements of our enemy. We have power. We have grace. The anointing is on our lives. And so there must be somebody who must rise up to the occasion. Amen. Yes. You know, Mark 12, 30 through 31. Mm. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, yes. with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. Mm. This is the first commandment. And the second You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. Yes. Again, loving God with all your soul. Mm. Luke 24, 47 through 49. Mm -hmm. That repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, Mm. but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you're endued with power from on high. Mm-hmm. Now, these men and women that I read mm-hmm. and others of the Great Awakening, first and second, mm-hmm. they love God with all of their heart. Yes. With all of their strength, mm. with all of their might. Yes. And uh, they chased God. Yes. They were never satisfied. Yes. And they went around the world preaching 
to all nations. Mm-hmm. We've got to get back to reality where yeah. we're chasing God and we're not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, when Hannah was in the state of barrenness, she knew very well that she needed to get a son. In 1 Samuel chapter number 1, verse number 8, and comes here the husband and says, I am better than I'm better than 10 sons. But Hannah was chasing after God. And she said, no, as much as you are a good husband, I know what I need. I know that I need a son. I cannot be comfortable. I cannot be comforted. I have to chase after God. I need an encounter. I need a change. And this is what I would love to say even to the church today. We must not be comfortable. We must arise. We know what we need. We need the power. We need the grace, the fire, the revival. And and, and it does not just happen. Things do not just happen. They are made to happen. There must be some God chasers. There must be some people who are passionate. There must be some people who have a zeal and who are calling people who are after the heart of God. And we must call the church to arise and awaken so that God will manifest. Psalms 110 verse number 3, the Bible says that thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. And as much as there is a day of God's power, as you have referenced the day of Pentecost, when Jesus says that, uh, uh, wait until you are endued with power from on high, there is the day of the Lord. There is that day of power. But there must be some people who are willing. There must be some people who are zealous. There must be some people who are so passionate because in the day of his power, there must be people who are willing. Amen. And we are going to witness the glory and the splendor of God. So I think we can say that, one, you must love God with all of your heart, all your, your soul, heart. your strength, and your mind. Yes. And you must tarry, like Jesus said, tarry mm-hmm. for the baptism until I come within you Mm -hmm. so I can work out of you Mm -hmm. with power. The church doesn't seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit anymore. Mm -hmm. They don't tarry and they expect to do the works of Christ. Satan laughs at them. I know. You know, this is not possible until we see the need. Because unless we go for the power, there can never be manifestation. We have to have that heart, the zealous heart, as you say, the love of God, that passionate appeal, that passionate zeal that we need the power. Unless we get the power, we shall never be effective. And the devil knows it very well. When we have no power, and we too know very well, if we don't have the power, then there is nothing much we can do. And we must not be comforted in the pews. We must arise. We need the power. We need people who are after the grace. We need people's hearts who love God and who are saying, yes, Lord, do it in our days and do it in our time. Amen. You know, Mark 16, 17 through 18. These signs shall follow those who believe. Mm. In my name, they will cast out demons. Mm -hmm. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Mm. Now, this is the telltale sign of a Christian, a real 
Christian. Yes. And you're not going to do these things if you don't obey Christ and go tarry for mm. the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Jesus said, don't even try to be my ambassador mm. until you're filled with my power. Yes. Yet today, people aren't seeking the power of God. Mm. It is so dangerous, Dr. Hansen, for us to try to do things without the power. It is it is it is so hard, it is so dangerous that we can try to show that things are working when we know well they're not working and that is why Jesus was saying wait until you are endured we need to be a people who knows how to be in the waiting room we must know because it is in that place that we get endured and yes. then from then we are able to move we can never go to represent we can never go to show what we don't know therefore we need the power we need the power of the Holy Spirit so that these miracles can start happening and we must not get nothing rest apart from being filled with the power from on high so that the signs the signs miracles shall be manifested and this is how also the world will believe they will know that the church is different because unless we manifest and show the demonstration of the power of God Paul says that I did not come to you with the excellency of speech but by the demonstration of the power of the Holy Ghost and therefore for these things to happen for the signs to follow us for the miracles to happen then the church must get to the place of power well you're absolutely right uh, without the power of god without moving in miracles without seeing demons come out mm. when you cast them out yeah let me tell you then what are you uh saying you believe in mm. another dead religion mm. i mean these things prove the reality of christ right. god wants to show himself alive and well mm-hmm. but now you have to Love God with all of your heart. You have to chase him with all of your heart. You know, these movers and shakers never quit chasing God. Mm. They were never satisfied. No matter what, they continue to chase God. Mm. And that's the key that we don't turn into a swamp. We continue to chase God. We are never satisfied. And we tarry until we're filled with his power. Mm. Pastor Charles? Yeah. It is very true. I agree that there must be people who are so persistent. There must be people who know what they want. And I usually say that unless you know what you want, then anything that comes your way is good for you. Yes. If you don't know where you are headed, if you don't know where you are going, then any place is good for you. If you don't know yourself, then anything that you can become is fine. But when you know what you want, you don't just take anything. The church must know her mandate. The church must know her assignment. And therefore, when we know that, we don't take anything because we have known what we are after. We have known our mission. We understand very well where we are headed to. So when we head the long direction, we can tell. But if we don't understand, if we don't know who we are, if we don't know where we are going, then anything will be good for us. And we can never be like that. We must understand. We must follow God. We must be God chasers. We must be so passionate. We must go for God. You know, I think that what you said explains what's wrong with the church today. Mm-hmm. They don't know who they are and where they're going. Mm-hmm. So they're just tossed to and fro with every wind and false doctrine. Mm-hmm. And... uh we lose Americas because the church doesn't know who they are. Mm, yeah. And, and Satan isn't afraid of them because mm-hmm. there's no power and authority behind their words. Yes. Pastor Charles? Yeah. You know, authority is not just a word. Authority, when we talk about authority, is that position. You have a territory. You know what you're able to 
govern. You know what you're able to rule in. And uh, you don't just assume that you have authority because you're just a Christian. Right. And, and so, uh, and you don't just uh, get authority from nowhere. Uh, you need an encounter. You need an experience. You need a heart of God. You must have a relationship with God. And there's no way that the church can say that it has power, but they have no time with God. And less we have time with God, and less we find our time in his presence, we can never know him. We can never be endued. We can never be empowered. You, I will only know you depending on the much time that I have for you. That is the way I am able to access you. If the church does not have time with God, we shall never know what belongs to us. And therefore, whatever comes our way, we will take it. We must have our times. The church must know the times of sacrifice, devotion, giving ourselves to God. You know, if you if, if you look at uh, the book of Ezekiel when he was by the liver Keba when the, the were in exile, he talks about the four faces the, uh, the 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 four creatures which are the four uh, phases and I, I love when I read about the the phase that was on the left side that was the phase of the ox and this symbolically shows the sacrifice and it shows denying yourself because man is so natural and so on the left side where the heart of man is there has to be a uh, devotion we have to dedicate ourselves we have to give ourselves we must deny ourselves so that we can have an encounter and experience the power of god so that we are able to demonstrate the power we are able to move in demonstration and manifestation of the power of god and remember dr hudson that the world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of god there you go and you know queen esther knew who she was. She did. She knew her assignment. Mm-hmm. So when the time arose, she could do something about it. Mm-hmm. She could be used of God to save the people of God. Yes. We need to know who we are. Amen. We need to know our time is now. There's got to be another great awakening. The church has to rise up. Mm-hmm. You know, Acts 2, 1 and 4. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Mm -hmm. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, here's Peter. He ran away from the crowd. He ran away from where Jesus was being persecuted. Mm. He even lied, I know not the man. Then the same Peter, when he obeyed the Lord and tarried, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, oh, wow. to the same people mm. spoke with such authority and boldness that 3,000 were saved. That's what we need. We need to once again be filled with Pentecost. Pastor? Amen. You know, that was the real encounter. and the, Yeah, that was the real it deal. Was, it was a real deal. And that's what made him to arise because he had an encounter. Yes. He had a time. He had a, an experience with God. Yes. A, a, and what will make us as a church to rise, to arise, is the encounter. Because when we get the encounter, we are driven from inside. It is not from outside. We are driven from inside because what is inside us. You see, when Samson could get these foxes, and he could touch them. Nobody commanded them to go. Yes. The fire was on them. <laughs> and so when the fire is on the church, nobody will even tell us to go. Yes. We shall move like Peter, the same guy who was like coiling. 
he rose up his stood spoke boldness we need the encounter the church needs the encounter well you're absolutely right i mean elijah filled with the holy spirit mm. he knew who he was mm-hmm. he challenged the false prophets let's see who's god is real mm-hmm. but he had an encounter with god yes he knew who he was he knew his assignment and he went to war yes pastor Charles? we must know our purpose it's so dangerous to live without understanding who we are. We must know the purpose of the church because when we know them, we are able to move towards destiny. We are able to move towards a, a fulfilling of what we are called for. We become indebted. And when we don't know it, then we have no debt. When we understand and it is not fulfilled, then we are indebted and we move towards the fulfillment of what we are called for. And therefore, the church, I say again, the church must arise. We have no time. We must awaken. We must arise and do our business. I totally agree. Ladies and gentlemen. Do you agree that America is in crisis and needs another great awakening if it's going to survive? We are attempting to gather groups of Christians who are concerned about the attack on our freedoms and are willing to take a stand against what is happening in our government. We must expose the forces that are attempting to replace our republic under the morality of God defined in the Bible with tyranny, thus communism. We must be Elijah's. We must be John the Baptist. Hey, King, you're in adultery. Mm, wow. Pastor Charles? Wow, wow, we must. And we must remember, this nation is founded on God, period. And there is nothing that we will allow to overturn the foundations of God in this nation. But these calls for warriors, these calls for a man, who can rise up like the great generals of David, the mighty man of David, when David could say, can I get some water? I am thirsty. Is there anybody who can arise? I must say there must be a people, warriors who are willing to take it on them, who are willing to pay the price and say, yes, the king is thirsty. We can break the camp of the enemy. We can break the wall of the enemy. And we need to bring water to the king. Now the church must arise. There must be warriors. We cannot sit pretty. We must arise. Let men and women arise. We must defend our people. Nehemiah said, arise to fight for your families. Fight for your people. Fight for the cities of your God. There must be some warriors who must arise and fight for our nation. This nation will not go down. There will be men and women who can arise. We are calling up to the warriors. We are calling unto the church to arise and fight for the cities of our God and for our people. You know, that's this article I just wrote, Calling All Warriors. That's the title of it. Wow. The vision and mission of Eagles Saving Nations is to wake up Christians of the seriousness of the hour, hold revival meetings across the world. We want to fill stadiums, conferences, and churches focused on training, strategy, exhortation, worship, preaching, allowing the glory of God to manifest with people being baptized in the Holy Spirit and others constantly overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Hmm. We want them to leave these meetings encouraged, refreshed, and strengthened with power and authority to accomplish 
confronting the evil forces that are trying to enslave God's people and their nation, we want to be true ambassadors of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You say, what can I do to stop this tyranny sweeping America? They're trying to topple the republic. You can see it, ladies and gentlemen. They're trying to topple America right now. You can either be a golden eagle, a bald eagle, or a white eagle. What can I do? Help us get into the stadiums. Help us to focus on Pentecost. Help us to lead warriors out by the millions to retake America. A golden eagle is only $50 a year. If you can't give $50 a year, I don't know if you call your, can call yourself a Christian. My goodness, you can go to Starbucks and spend that much once. $50 a year. Mm. Do you want to stop this tyranny? Mm-hmm. A bald eagle, $22 a month. Many of you can afford that. Or a white eagle, $220 a month. Let me tell you, they're trying to have a great reset. They're trying to topple the dollar. You're not going to have any money. Do you want to stop this tyranny? Become a warrior. Join Eagle Saving Nations today. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagles Saving Nations. Pastor Charles, thank you for being on the Warning Radio program. Thank you so much, Dr. Hansen. It is my pleasure that we have had a time even to talk about the purpose of the church. And we are headed there. Give us your church's name again. The ministry is called Beyond Barriers Ministries International. Beyond Barriers Ministries International. Going Beyond Barriers. And our tagline is Unlocking Your Potential. Federal Way. Federal Way, Washington. Washington. Okay, Pastor Charles Mungi. May God richly bless you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.